When NASA recently released the new powerful images from the James Webb Telescope, I, like many others, had to take a long walk to gaze up at the night sky and ponder my existence on the space rock we call Earth. But the more I thought about it, and the closer I looked at these images, I started to see something that many experts had overlooked. With these images, we are looking back at the earliest of galactic times. Back to the Big Bang. What was there floating in the infinite universe? What if I told you, if you look close enough, you're gonna see tacos? That's right. If you look at the Southern Ring Nebula, 2,000 light years away, it looks like a chubby chimichanga smothered in red sauce. Or is it a taco salad viewed from above, open for all to see? If you look at Stefan's Quintet, the five galaxies 290 million light years away, at first, they look like shiny gems, but at a closer gaze, appear to be glowing miniature tiny tacos glazed in queso in a sea of salsa. And with the Carina Nebula so packed with stars, 7,500 light years from Earth, a turbulent cloud of gas with its yellow jagged edges. That's a tortilla, folks. A delicious tortilla chip or tortilla chip mountain range, maybe even a lightly toasted flour tortilla for a quesadilla dipped in nacho cheese. Take another look and you'll see what I'm talking about. Check out this segue. Looking at the images, my mind also wandered to my favorite comic book creator, Jack King Kirby. Jack Kirby, creator of so many amazing characters for Marvel and DC Comics. He was also famous for his one full page spreads of space adventures in deep space and the amazing unknown that awaits us out in the great beyond. Kirby must have known something. He was a man ahead of his years. The NASA telescope images look exactly like Kirby's comic book drawings from the 1960s. His Fantastic Four, Incredible Hulk, 2001 A Space Odyssey, New Gods, and Thor really influenced my art and many, many others. And this month in Kansas City, during the Kansas City Fringe Festival, you can see a play about the king himself, Jack Kirby, the true story of Jack Kirby in a play called King Kirby. What is Casey Fringe Fest, you ask? Well, it's the largest celebration of arts and culture in the Kansas City metropolitan area. It's a two-week explosion of plays, visual arts, exhibition, and events that showcase the work of local, national, and international artists. Something I think Mr. Jack Kirby would be proud of. And this week on Taco the Town, we're eating tacos with some of the cast and crew of King Kirby. Get out there, see some KC French Fest shows before all of us become a turbulent cloud of space gas.
And welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I am a man on a mission. And that mission is to eat at all of the tasty, tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. We are the only Kansas City podcast that is feeding its guests tacos and feeding its listeners taco knowledge. Yes, we are conquering the Kansas City Tacoverse one taco at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Hey everybody, we have some summer tacocation t-shirts available for purchase. Just hit us up on our Instagram or Twitter or on our Facebook page to get your tacocation t-shirts today. The uh, logo or the design features a large taco sun, a hot taco sun over a wonderful swimming pool of sour cream with a young taco-holic going for a dip in the sour cream pool. It's the perfect t-shirt for your summer tacocation, so get yours today. Just hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just hit us up on those and uh, we'll tell you how you can order one and uh, we can send one over to you. Let's find out what Taco Place will be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Lily's Cantina, right on the western edge of Westport, smack dab in the middle of Midtown, Westport, Roanoke area of town, 3711 Southwest Traffic Way, right on Southwest Traffic Way, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111, Lily's promises real Mexican food right here in the heart of Kansas City. They are here to share their love of food and family with the city they were born and raised in. They offer comfort food in a comfortable setting. Whether you're looking to cure a hangover or celebrate and share a family meal, they've got you covered. From familiar classics like tacos and enchiladas to cultural favorites like Pozole. Their hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and closed on Sundays. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Our guests this week are cast and crew of the Kansas City Fringe play King Kirby. The show will be at Upside Bungie. Upside Bungie. I've, yeah. I'm just hearing about this place now. Yeah, it's, it's a, a gym. It's like a bungee gym, right? <laughs> yes. What a great place for a show. Seriously, I know. I was a bit shocked when I found out that was where it was. Now, are there bungees involved in, in the show? No. I wish. I mean, it's, <laughs> a super, it's a superhero show, right? That would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Miss my opportunity. You Missed really my take opportunity. this. You oh. should. Put, you should have put bungees. Maybe we could do a vote thing, and then if we, if the rest of the cast agrees, we can put Chris. Oh, we can in totally. The- <laughs> I've got to do that. this. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The I mean, least athletic. I don't want to change. I don't want to alter your entire show right now, but I mean, you're in rehearsals, so well, let's just alter the whole show one week before we go on. It'll be great. You know what? 
For bungee cords, yes. Yeah, that sounds great. And your show runs from July 22nd to July 30th with a possible best of show on 731 and a preview on July 21st. And KC Fringe is, it starts July 15th and it Mm. runs through the 31st. And as you are listening to this, it is already underway. Uh, KC Fringe has 350 plus artists, 289 performances. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. 57 productions, 23 visual artists, 13 venues, three films, and you can find all about it at kcfringe.org. Let's meet our guests tonight. Violet Springgate, who plays Joe Simon in the play. You might have seen them in their previous role for C Squared Productions as the ex-checker in the most lamentable tragedy of Backwater Jacks. Is that about the place in the Ozarks? Yes. Oh, wow. I missed that play. Sounds good. I got you. Don't worry. Other, you got it on tape for me? He, he wrote it. So. Oh, okay. So I've got the I can, script. I can okay, I can out. borrow the script. Other notable past credits include Skylar and Good Kids, Sebastian and the Little Mermaid, as well as Rapunzel at the KC Renfest, and multiple roles in the KC Ballet's The Nutcracker. Welcome to Taco the Town. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Also joining us is Jen Rains, who plays Roz Kirby and is the stage manager of King Kirby. This is her stage debut. She has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice and business administration from Ottawa University. And I understand that you went to culinary school and you might have some insights to creating delicious tacos. I did go to culinary school five years, in fact, (laughs) and I use it mainly now to invite a bunch of people over to my house and have awesome barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue. She did that for my birthday. It was fantastic. No tacos. Oh, no. I make a lot of tacos. Okay. Is that the first thing you learn how to make in culinary school or else? I I wish that was the case or else uh, I'm probably not going to go. No, that wasn't the first thing I learned how to make in culinary school. Dang. The first thing I learned how to make was a mess. Was mess. Okay. And last but not least, joining us today on the show is Chris Cole, who is the director of King Kirby, and he is playing the role of Stan Lee. Face front, true believer. <laughs> in the play. Now, Stan Lee is, uh, I don't want to, you know, do any spoilers right now, but Stan Lee's the villain, correct? No, no well, here's the thing. He's yes. nuanced. He's okay. nuanced. He's yes. not necessarily. You keep telling yourself that, Chris. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, eight-year-old me can't handle Stanley being the right. Villain. I know, but you know, I would say the real villain would be your Martin Goodman, right? Your Victor Foxes, the publishers. Stanley's just a, a guy who gets caught up with uh, with capitalism. He, he's more like he's the carnival barker. He's Marvel's mm. carnival barker. Yes, and yes. he probably and and also like you, we talked before the show. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee was much younger than Jack Kirby yes. and Jack Kirby was in the business way before Stan and mm-hmm. and I I can see where Jack Kirby would be upset with Stan kind of yeah. using him or treating him the way he did. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. But yeah, yeah, there's actually a scene in the play that's really funny. Chris is supposed to be teenage Stan Lee in this scene. And I'm, I'm 23 years old and Glenn, who plays Jack, is also in his 20s. And we're on stage <laughs> as Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. And we're supposed to be older than Chris at this time. It's quite funny. So he has a little newsboy hat that he Yeah, wears. basically, that was our solution to, even though... Well, that's here, what he was at the time, right? Yeah, he was 17 years old when Captain America was created. So our solution was, yes, let's make... This actually came from Jen. Let's make Stanley a newsie. Just <laughs> right. like, hello, he has a he has Totally a what jacket. he was. That's a great idea. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But, I mean, it's funny, too, because everybody knows Stan. They've seen the movies. They've seen <laughs> the cameos. They've watched the cartoons. they played the games where Staley's in the background. 
be like, welcome to Spider-Man for PlayStation 4. <laughs> but nobody knows Jack. Nobody knows Jack. Nobody, knows, sure Jack. nobody yeah. knows Jack. Yeah. Does teenage Stan Lee have a mustache? <laughs> Here's the thing. That was our <laughs> other trick, too. It's like, no, we bring out the mustache for act two. Uh, yeah. I say this is a one-act show. Yeah. <laughs> So you got to get people to wait for the mustache to appear. Exactly, in that's two, the yeah. real star of the, the show. The mustache, the mustache appears when he is an adult. Yeah. <laughs> the mustache is basically the free bird of the show. <laughs> the mustache looks great, by the way. I was really impressed. Did you make? Did you create it? No, oh. no. We we bought the mustache. You bought yeah. it. Okay. You are a writer, actor, director, and producer. You're from Lansing, Kansas, and you have appeared on stage as Earthquake Magoon. <laughs> yep. And Lil Abner. Yep. And Clifford in Ira Levin's Death Trap. Death now that's Trap. not. Clifford the dog. <laughs> or Clifford look, the little man played by Martin Short in the movie Clifford. Look, look, if it was Clifford the big red dog, oh, Clifford, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, that was a show. That was a great show, too. I got to work with uh, Terrence Mulcair, who's a fantastic actor, classically trained stage actor, worked with Sal Mignot, worked with oh, Leonard wow. Nimoy. His son is Kieran Mulcair. Oh, whoa. And... Yeah, you know, who was it? Uh, actually, bring back the comics for a second. Was it Gotham? Oh so, yeah. You are currently the assistant director of entertainment for the Kansas City Renaissance Festival, where you co-wrote and co-produced their annual Phantoms Feast from 2018 to 2020. And you also are a critic and contributing writer for Multiversity Comics. Yes. Welcome to Taco the Town. Violet, Jen, and Chris. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And that's real... news to me. I didn't know that Chris wrote comics. Well, I have written comics, but Multiverse is a news site, too. So. Oh, it's like you're writing about comics. Yeah, you're writing about okay. comics. Basically, like I've been doing, we've been doing our 2022 summer comics binge. Mm -hmm. So I've been writing about Squadron Supreme, written by Mark Grunwald and drawn by Bob Hall, which is cool because there's a lot of parallels between that and Watchmen, which came out a year later. Mm -hmm. Same deconstructionist right. take, a lot of similar plot points, too. It's Marvel's uh, take on the DC characters, which yes. Watchmen was the take on, uh, what was it? The um, the Fawcett comics Fawcett comics, yeah. yeah. With your Blue Beetles. But it's also like The Boys, where it has like yeah. superheroes like murdering people and <laughs> exactly, murdering each yeah. other. And, <laughs> exactly. And that was like 1985 or 6. Uh, Squadron Supreme was 85. Yeah. Watchmen was 86. The Boys was 2006, right. I think, too. Yeah. So, oh, wait. The show? Is based on a comic. The show is based yeah. on a comic by That's Garth by Garth Ennis, who did Preacher, which, by the way, Planet Comic Con this year got to be Garth Ennis. Got to tell him that Preacher got me through Catholic school. <laughs> Highlight. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the show. First off, how can people get tickets to the show? And what's the thing where you can get a button and go to like multiple Casey Fringe shows? Yes. Uh, so tickets are available on CaseyFringe.com. They're ten dollars a ticket. The button is actually sort of the admission to the festival itself. You need the $5 button to get to all the shows, but it's a one-time payment. Not only that too, but you get discounts, you get other perks at a lot of other businesses around the Kansas City area too. But you can find out more at caseyfringe.org. Then you'll find places around town where you can take your button and get some cool stuff. So let's read a little bit about King Kirby. So it was written by Crystal Skillman and Fred Van Lenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are a husband and wife playwrights. Mm -hmm. And 
she wrote Cut, an off-off-Broadway show in the fangirl-friendly Geek, and he was co-author of the graphic novel Cowboys and Aliens. Yes. I also read, I think, didn't he write Hercules for a while? He's written a bunch I read, of I think stuff. I read his Hercules book. So Jack Kirby, who the play is about, is the like hidden like mastermind behind yeah. Marvel Comics and a lot of DC characters, too. Mm-hmm. His brawny and dynamic yet nuanced style dominated comics for more than 40 years. The play, Kirby was known as King Kirby, documents a creator who attained immortality even as his life ended amid a morass of corporate exploitation. Is that sounding kind of like what the play's about so far? That's what we've been rehearsing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were doing Hello, Dolly. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, it's so a- it's about the life and times of Jack Kirby, the great comic book artist who created and co-created some of your favorite heroes: Captain America, the Avengers, Thor, Fantastic Four, the X Men, Iron Man, my favorite, Incredible Hulk, my all-time favorite, Incredible yeah. Hulk, Young Romance, the New Gods mm-hmm. for DC, Dark Side yeah. for DC, the Demon for DC. The list goes on and on. He grew up in a Jewish ghetto of New York's Lower East Side, to the battlefields of France, to the Senate hearings of the 1950s. This is a hysterical and heartbreaking story about a man who pours his quintessential. 20th century life into his comics only to make the faithful mistake that sends him into obscurity and his creations become known to every person on earth. A real life adventures of Cavalier and Clay. King Kirby asks what happens when an artist doesn't own his own legacy. Can he ever get it back? You know, it's interesting too talking about all the characters Jack Kirby created within the span of year, couple years we had an Avengers movie and a Justice League movie one was the big Marvel team up. One was the big DC team up, both of which are very Jack Kirby. Obviously, the Avengers, Jack Kirby created most, if not all of those characters. And then DC, they're fighting Darkseid and Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to the fourth world apocalypse. Like, yep. oh, do we fight the mother boxes? <laughs> so you have these two mega franchises. Both are from one brain. I mean, that's interesting, too, because I was up at First Fridays for with Fringe going around, you know, busking like you do in the theater world. Like, hi, would you like to take my flyer here? Come see my show. And when people get that, the first question they ask is, King Kirby, who's that? But as soon as you say, like, come see my show, I'm doing a Stan Lee impression. <laughs> then people are like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's fascinating just how these icons, these pop culture icons that you talk to, well, especially now, like you could just grab a person off the street and they'll have an opinion about Bucky Barnes. Right. Well, yeah, the um, the book I read, the really good book was Marvel Comics, The Untold yes. Story by Sean Howe. Yes. And it had the whole story about how the big, you know, mm-hmm. schism that happened between yeah. Stanley and Jack Kirby, where Stanley started taking credit for creating all the characters, when mm-hmm. in reality it would be Jack would do the breakdowns of the right. script, and then Stan would fill in the bubbles. Is that how it went? Marvel style, they called yeah. it. Where basically a lot of times too, depending on who you ask, Stanley would come in and just say, "Hey, um, today the Fantastic Four are going to fight Doctor Doom." Or there's a scene of the show where it's the uh, coming of Galactus, where Stan Lee's just, how about the Fantastic Four fight God? So, and so Jack Kirby creates Galactus. Yeah, Like exactly. Jack Kirby would create the look, 
of all these classic characters. Yeah. I mean, people that uh, are comic book characters that everyone knows now. Yeah, yeah. And Stan Lee would kind of give him the name, right? Yeah. And he'd basically. go, oh, make it Galactus. Yeah. And he'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then Jack would come up with the with the drawing, and yeah. it ended up being where it, it was always like Stan Lee Presents, right? Yeah. And that became the big thing. In every Marvel comics, it said Stan Lee Presents, and it wasn't. Jack actually, what did he? He quit Marvel in the 70s, right? Because yeah. he wasn't getting. Yeah. Or he quit late 60s. He quit a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe and Joe and Jack did a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of back and forth. <laughs> I think like the last time too, after like the big big Marvel schism, the story goes that I mean, I love the show and it's a fantastic script, but it's amazing too how it's only a fraction of how wild the story actually is. Like I believe his actual resignation was on Stanley's desk or like the wall where he stuck it with a cigar. <laughs> it's just I quit. <laughs> Is there a lot of cigar action in the show? Like, does uh, does your actor that plays well, Jack... A little bit, yeah. A little like bit cigar here there. chomping? We're, like, even talking about... We had big discussions over whether it should be a real cigar. <laughs> like, I just said, you know, like, ah, we should get, uh, we should get a prop. And Jen, our... <laughs> it's like, no, no. First of all, get the real cigar. It's going to taste better <laughs> because cigars are terrible. That's why they make them taste like mint. <laughs> And they're also like a one dollar behind the counter. At yes. So it is a real. Is it a real cigar? It's gonna be. Okay. We, we haven't bought it. It yet. might get a little like uh, wet and uh, fall apart during the I'm show. I'm gonna right? use the same one over and over. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> like you can get like a three pack at okay. like All right. at like Casey's. Yeah, you can just go get like those uh, Dutch Masters, the there big old go. old school ones. Yeah, I, I used to work behind the counter at Casey's, so I sold many cigars. So you can go there and go, hey guys, I used to work here. Can you hook me up with some old school cigars that <laughs> yeah. nobody's I mean, buying right now? Not, no. Um, <laughs> I, I, I worked at one in my college town. Okay. So just like, you know, to put me through college. So. <laughs> We're not going to reveal our sources here. <laughs> We've waited long enough. I need to know right here, top of the show. We are here at Lily's Cantina. Has anyone been here before? No. no. Never. I need to know from the top here, how many tacos have you eaten so far this week? This week? <laughs> this this week. week. Four. Four? Okay. Yeah. Um, do burritos count? No. N- zero. Uh, Okay. Oh, wow. We will bleep that out. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, do you mean the past seven days or do you mean like since yeah, Sunday? Yeah, past seven days. Okay, that's different. That's a different answer. Have you eaten more in the past seven days than four? Because I was thinking from no. Sunday. Only okay, days. four. I was thinking like this week. In the past seven days, two. Two, okay. Okay. Violet's well, got a lot of taco um, opinions here. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Chris, how many have you eaten how many, so far this uh, week? That is, I would say maybe about two. Here's my thing. I'm a quesadilla guy. Oh. Wherever I go, Whoa. that's how I judge a Mexican place. All right. I'm okay. going to make a bold stance here. Do I you, am actually also a quesadilla guy. There you go. Do you yeah. want to try the um, quesadilla on the menu? It's an, it's called the quesadilla crunchy. I am. I, wow, I'm sold right now. Would you hey. like to try that? I would, yes. I mean, I'd like to know your opinion since you're there a quesadilla you guy. You know, I, we don't get too many quesadilla true, guys on yeah. the show. so <laughs> Exactly. We got strong quesadilla opinions here. We're speaking um, up. So what, what What? in your opinion makes a good quesadilla? Is it? Is it making it crunchier or do you like it softer? You know, I... I a little bit softer, a little bit of softer titi. I don't mind. Something you can pick up, something you could fold. Need some malleability with my quesadilla. I like here. a good fold, a quesadilla that can fold and maybe you can place it in a satchel or oh, something. No, am, I, am I a contrarian? Exactly. I, I like my quesadillas crunchy. Okay. Yeah, I like it when like when like you know the the tortilla gets nice and like crunchy on the sides. Like my parents sometimes they make like they make like 
quesadillas when I'm at their house. They crunch they, it up. They, they do not, though. They that's make the it a thing. little crunchy. They, they do not make it crunchy. Oh, they don't? Yeah, that's the problem. They, they're not as good. But then you go to, like, a restaurant and you get Do you ever crunchy. go, I'm out of here, mom and dad. Your quesadillas are not well, crunchy I, enough. Well, <laughs> I, I've actually, I, one time I actually tried to make my own quesadilla at their house because they normally just, like, they make all the fixings and then they just microwave them. And obviously that's going to be soft. But um, I actually tried to make my own one on their stove because I was like, you know what, like, when I go to the Mexican restaurants, they always make them on the stove, and then that's what makes them crunchy. Um, but then I got cheese all over one of their pots, and that was oh, not. That was. That not was the end. Have yeah. y'all been to Machetes? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. Okay, so they have a quesadilla the size of a baby. There it is oh so good. That sounds like the quesadilla from my college town. I mean, it's this. I mean, it. Do they advertise it as? A quesadilla the size of a baby. No, I think they're oh. a little nicer about it. Oh, okay. But it's gig- It's like a foot and a half long, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, that is approximately the size of a baby. I did just get to Poncho's in Lawrence last night, too. Okay. And I will say, Lawrence Poncho's, still good. Not going to turn it down. Did they change their name to Rancho's like the Poncho's in KC did? They did not. They did not. They did not, no. But their quesadillas were a little thinner, a little less cheese. Oh. I'm not, it's not a complaint, just statement of fact. I still ate it. I still had a good time. I am not going to pick a fight with the good people <laughs> of the the LFK ponchos. We're not doing this. I, I respect them. I respect their quesadillas. Now, how often would you say you celebrate eating tacos? Do you eat them once a week, twice a week? Uh, or do you come from a taco-centric family? Do you celebrate mm. tacos on a daily basis? <laughs> Tell me about your taco history. So we always have tacos at least once a week, always, because it's easy, and I like tacos. Do you have a favorite go-to spot in KC, or do you make them from home? I make them from home. Make it in my home, okay. Yeah, I can, so. Okay. With that culinary knowledge. I usually make carnitas, because that's my favorite. Oh, me too. I love good carnitas. I'm actually also more of a quesadilla person, So, but I in college, I ate a quesadilla every single Monday. Like, literally every single Monday, I would go to class, and then I would stop in between classes and get a quesadilla every Monday, like you, clockwork. It wasn't something that you had on the calendar. You just, like, knew it was Monday, and it was quesadilla I day. Guess. Okay. All I, right. I, well, I mean, sometimes if, like, you know, something else was happening that week, I would, you know, write it in to remind myself that I got to have a quesadilla. Okay. All right. Just to let everyone know, I don't, usually don't allow this much quesadilla talk on the show, <laughs> um, but I'm... I'm I'm in a good mood tonight, so well, we're, we're like, going to get like through it. I do like tacos with my quesadillas. Okay, phew, good. <laughs> Just so you know. Also, Oof. like like Taco Bell. I'm, I'm, I like, I'm, okay, I like all right. Bell. T-Bell, all right. They come in a combo, too. I mean, it's what you do. You get oh, the is quesadilla, that what? at least a Taco Bell. Like, one time I ordered a quesadilla. They said, here, this will be cheaper. They gave me a taco. It's like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I love it when they do that. Go, exactly. hey, you know what you should do is you should yeah. order this, and you'll get this extra mm. crunchy taco exactly. with your with your extra, with your quesadilla or your exactly. chili cheese burrito. Right. Yeah. So yeah. your taco is your sidekick? <laughs> that trusty sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever, um, when you're going to get the uh, the fast food tacos, isn't it always, sometimes they accidentally put an extra taco in your bag? Do you feel like they do that on purpose to get you to eat more tacos, or do you feel like it's an honest mistake? You know, when I'm, when I'm given a gift, when I'm done a kindness, 
Right. I, I don't ask too many questions. I don't look that gift horse in the mouth. Right. You know, I know. Uh, yeah. And But sometimes like, was there something wrong with this taco? <laughs> Did they have to get it out of the kitchen? Did they have to get it out of the restaurant so they snuck it in under You're these napkins? You're going to paranoid about my extra tacos from now on. I wasn't paranoid uh, hey, before. I'm just here to ask the questions. You know, I don't know. I just want to know why is there sometimes an extra taco in there? It's just probably an honest mistake, right? Where are you guys going that you're getting extra tacos? Taco Bell? Usually, you don't ever get to Taco, to Taco Bell? I normally get half of my order at Taco Bell. So, <laughs> so you're not getting extra food. You're getting I'm less food. I'm not getting extra food. That's where it's going, too. It's like, It's hey. going to you guys. Exactly. Well, maybe, maybe it's because you're like, you know, you're ordering for your family, you know. But like, when I go to Taco Bell, I just get, like, stuff for me. So they, like, accidentally throw extra stuff because they expect there to be more people. See, they just assume I'm ordering for a family. <laughs> it's like, hey, you're spending how much? <laughs> it's like, how many, how many kids do you have? None? Okay, Wow. That's when they give you the extra chips and salsa, too, because exactly, they're like, yeah. oh, you're ordering for all your, your kids and exactly. your wife. Um, that, yeah. So every week here on the show, I got to check the taco news stories of the week. Yes. This is uh, the taco ticker. <laughs> Just give me your thoughts on these taco ticker stories. There's a, been a lot of great taco news lately. Do you have any guesses on what the world's most expensive taco is? Because this popped up in the news uh, last week. $52,433. You're a little high. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it. too many episodes of Worth It. <laughs> I was about to say, too, is this like a Worth It, like, <laughs> worth gold it on leaf sprinkled <laughs> on, like, That's artesian. what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, We've you know, talked about truffle. that gold leaf sprinkled taco before. Yeah. yeah. That one was, like, $75, wasn't it? Uh, there was one in Detroit that was pretty expensive. This went, one's way more than $75, way less than $52,000. $2,500? bucks. No, a little more. Really? You're close, though. You're, you've got the right... Uh, I'll just tell you. It is possible at a resort in Mexico to buy the world's most expensive taco for $25,000. What's on the $25,000 taco? Let's get into this. So, yeah, Chef Juan Lacero Alcala reported to France Press that people are excited and a little surprised about how you can eat a taco for $25,000 when you can find one on the street for 10 pesos. The taco, the $25,000 taco, is served at the Oceanside Grand Grand Velas, Velas Resort and Travel Site. The travel site sand in my suitcase discovered at least two of the tacos had been sold. The extravagant dish wraps a gold-infused corn tortilla. There's always gold involved. Around a lobster and Kobe beef. There you go. Then it is topped with black truffle brie cheese, beluga caviar, and more gold. So they double up on the gold. Double up gold. Wow. Is it okay? okay? I'm asking you because you went to um, culinary school. Is Is it safe to eat gold this much? Basically, what they're using is kind of like an aloe. And what is it? It's kind of, they mix it with something else to make it so it's not just, you're not just, not, not just eating and gold it's, nuggets. it's such a small amount that you probably won't get heavy metal poisoning. <laughs> right. <laughs> probably. So probably. according to Gourmet Food Store, beluga caviar can be priced up to $10,000 per kilogram. It is the most expensive caviar on the market. The taco is finished with a salsa made of dried morita, chiles, anejo, tequila, and luwak Luwak coffee. I'm not pronouncing any of this right. Though we were informed Alcala no longer works at the restaurant, a Grand Vilas representative confirmed that the taco can be ordered and served upon request at the resort's restaurant, Frida. He's basically the Jack Kirby of tacos. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he made, he'd invented this beautiful taco and then he, then he quit or exactly. got fired. So like, yeah, some guy with a mustache is going to come in and be like, face front taco believers. <laughs> Why would you spend $25,000 on one taco when you can spend $25,000 on 25,000 tacos? 
That's fair. That is a good That's question. Right. But I don't know. I would love to try a taco that had Kobe beef and lobster in it. That sounds delicious. Have you had caviar before? No. It's disgusting. Well, I could just wipe it off. Well, but it's like the most expensive part. Why would you? You're like, okay, so I'm gonna pay twenty five thousand dollars for a taco. Okay, I don't have but twenty five thousand dollars. Can you? Think I'm walking around can with you hold the caviar? You're like, hold the caviar. Like, you would say, no sour cream. Please. Okay, no, but if I said, hold the caviar, how much cheaper would it make it? Maybe I could afford the taco then. I don't have $25,000, but I do have a couple thousand dollars. You don't dollars. get a reduction for not putting it on. You're just get like a paper towel, wipe the caviar <laughs> off. What yeah. if I just like specifically order? I would like the golden juice tortilla with Kobe beef and a lobster in that. Is I'm all. sure, yeah, I'm sure they can do that I for you. They probably do it. You know, I could make you a Kobe beef taco with lobster for like 50 bucks. Okay, maybe now I should I give Jen my Now I want to try this taco. That sounds really good. So we'll be back next week from Jen's house. <laughs> I'll even make tortillas. Hey. It does sound really good. I mean, at least the lobster and the Kobe beef and the cheese and the gold. But yeah, I don't know about the caviar. Well, um, I mean, if we need something shiny, too. I mean, I work up at the Renfest, too. I'll just get some glitter. I'll just, like, scrape that off the we wall somewhere. We are not eating glitter, Chris. <laughs> <You're not>. I <laughs> accidentally <laughs> eat enough glitter already through Renfest Is there season. edible glitter? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is all edible cakes. glitter, but it is not the glitter we use at Renfest. Okay. All glitter is edible if you believe no, in yourself. The very glitter that gets all over me every every week is not edible. How do you think they fell on that amount to sell this uh, taco? And then two people actually bought it. Wow. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a lot of episodes of Worth It. Uh, and normally on Worth It. I don't they, know this show. What, what, you don't what know is this show? It? No, what is okay. it? The show we just mentioned okay. two seconds sorry, ago. <laughs> sorry. Worth It is a show on BuzzFeed, uh, like on YouTube. It's not, I don't think they do it anymore, but it was back when um, two creators specifically like worked at BuzzFeed. They've both quit now, I think. They did this show where they would take a staple food item, such as a taco, and they would get it from like a really, really cheap place, like the cheapest they could find, like a street vendor, and then uh, like a medium place, like, you know, like a sit-down restaurant, and then they'd also get it like the most expensive place possible. And then they'd try them out. And they'd try them all, and they'd decide like which one's worth it for the price oh, okay. Point. I gotcha. You do have, like, well, you do have a certain cost for prestige, too. It's like yeah. you were eating the gold leaf Kobe beef and lobster taco. The chef that invented it no longer works there. Do you think he was, like, a scam artist similar <laughs> to uh, where he just, likes, like, I'm going to invent the most expensive taco, pretend I'm a chef, and then I'm going to get the heck out of here and see. I, I would make respect. a great play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Next French Fest. French Fest <laughs> 2023, the great taco scam. Man, that does sound good. Uh, lobster and Kobe beef taco. Got to try that. All right, taco ticker story number two. There is a new taco chain coming to Kansas City. Mm -hmm. uh, it is an Arkansas-based taco chain. It's called Tacos Number 4 oh. Life. So Tacos for Life. Are they like old school pro wrestling NWOs like Hulk Hogan? I, I don't the know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It sounds like teenagers, like literally, like, like, you know, teenagers well, texting. If that was the case, why didn't they spell the life with a Y? Exactly. You know, I would have sp spelled the the life with a Y. Exactly. Um, exactly. So they have a dual mission. They serve great food and they help end world hunger. Oh, that's uh, plans nice. to enter the Kansas City market this uh, fall with two area locations. The location in the former Neater's Bakery and Cafe at the Blue Valley Parkway in Overland Park, Kansas is scheduled to open, oh, late summer. Uh, Neater's has closed its three area locations two years ago. And there's also a location in Blue Springs. It's scheduled to open in the fall under a different franchisee. Their tacos include grilled chicken, mango habanero, chicken bacon ranch, and many, many more. Their meals come with sides such as Mexican creamed corn, refried black beans, cilantro pesto rice, and queso rice. They also have chips and dips, 
Mexican Cobb salad, tropical salads with mango and pineapple. And they also offer catering services. The founders, Austin and Ashton, those sound like uh, like Disney stars. from exactly. the, <laughs> Like Austin and Allie. Yeah. yeah. Austin exactly. and Ashton Samuelson opened their first location in 2014 in Conway, Arkansas, and now have 21 locations in Arkansas, Texas, North Carolina, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. I've never heard of this uh, chain before. Uh, for every taco bowl, salad, quesadilla, or nacho purchase, the company will donate 24 cents for Feed My Starving Children, a nonprofit organization committed to ending childhood starvation. The company said it has donated more than 20 million meals since 2014. So yeah, that's a good cause. That's awesome. I do want to say, just for the benefit of your listeners, that as soon as you said chicken bacon ranch... Oh, I was so excited. Our Midwest asses just looked at you like, what, what, what? It's like, oh, I'm going to sneak past you get this taco. Oh my God. I love chicken bacon ranch so much. I love it on pizza. I love it on sandwiches. I didn't know it came on tacos. I did not know. Well, it does now. But it, it does, does now, now, and I'm yeah. very excited to try it. I mean, that's kind of my go-to, like, Subway Good Sense order, too. Just chickens, ranch. It's my go-to Subway order. It's my go-to, like, pizza order. Love chicken bacon ranch. So so describe this chicken bacon ranch for me. Is it chicken bacon, and then they just put a bunch of ranch dressing on it? Well, kind of. It depends. So, like, if it's on pizza, then, like, the sauce is ranch. And then, you know, there's the cheese, like, normal. And then it's just, like, grilled chicken and, like, bacon pieces. But if it's on a sandwich, then it's, like, grilled chicken, like, you know, bacon slices. And then, yeah, they just, like, drizzle ranch on top. I'd like to try that as a taco. Yeah, that sounds like a too. good taco. And, yeah, they're, they're trying to end world hunger. So that's that's a great. <laughs> I love great, how yeah. they're doing all this good work. They're giving back to the community. They're trying to end world hunger. But, again, our Midwest asses were like, they got the ranch. We, we did perk up at the chicken maker ranch. Me and Jen, like, locked eyes. We were very excited. Yeah, they yeah. did. It was, it was, they had a moment. They we'll have to moment. review those when they come to town. It sounds like a, like a place that we definitely will check out here on the show. If they open 2023 for our great taco scam friend show <laughs> in 2023, I'm just saying, just saying. Okay, this is something about your show. So, mm-hmm. King Kirby, yes. do you think Jack Kirby ever... Right. Do you think Jack Kirby ever ate tacos? I mean, he's from Brooklyn, too, so he had to at least walk by them at least once. I mean, You think they had tacos in Brooklyn in the 40s, 50s? Well, you know, uh, probably not in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Uh, he did move to California. You're right, yeah. And, and yeah, he did. So he probably he ate them in Cali. Yeah. At some point... You know, he had to, he had, to. I refuse, as a Jack Kirby fan, I refuse <laughs> to believe he has never eaten a taco. He has, I mean, he's got grandkids out there. So if any of them are listening, please confirm. I think Stan Lee for sure ate tacos because yes. he went out to Hollywood pretty yeah. early and was like mm-hmm. trying to immerse himself in the Hollywood culture. So yeah, yeah. he definitely probably had more tacos than Jack Kirby, you think? I would agree, yeah. yeah. Just if I had to guess, too. I'm not much of a taco historian, but... <laughs> I, I do hope in my heart of hearts that Jack Kirby got to experience. Do you think Jack Joe Kirby. Simon? You, you're playing Joe Simon I am in the show. Joe Simon, yes. Do you think Joe? I don't know if Joe Simon um, ever I don't ate know. a taco. See, I don't know like when tacos like Ooh, came to different places. Our, our like, tacos I genuinely are arriving. Like, do not know. Okay. Um, Joe Joe Simon. I hope he had tacos. Like for yeah. his sake, I really hope. Do you think Roz Kirby ever made Jack Kirby tacos? You're playing Roz in the show. She seems like a pretty badass lady, so I would assume that she would have made tacos. Now, I can't confirm because I never met her, but I just I feel it in my heart. Okay, let's hope so. So let's take a quick break. We're going to be right back after these messages. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. 
The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. All right, this is Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. This is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I'm going to have you each grab a topic, and we will discuss. Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. All right. Jen, here we go. KC Landmarks. KC Landmarks. Do you have a favorite KC Landmark? What's, what's your favorite? I do, but I'm really biased because my favorite is the Central Library downtown. With but the I, big books. Yeah, but I used to work for that library system, so there's just like a little... But it's gorgeous, and I love it. It's books. awesome. People love that. I uh, love taking pictures of that. It's a cool thing that's in all the like tourism catalogs. It's really cool. I love it. And it's like a parking garage, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a cool landmark. What are your favorites, Chris? Mine changed, because I used to be partial to the big pylons on Bartle, just because... They're cool and they look Jetsony and Sky Stations. Sky Stations. Or yeah. the Thingamajigs. The Thingamajigs, of course. But I've come to appreciate the Kaufman Arts Center. We've got this massive, like, seashell thing in the middle of town now. And actually, I take that back. I'm going to give it three. I have a third one. All right. Union Station. Just it's a good be- one. Yeah, just because it's such, like, this old school building that's they've done an excellent job refurbishing. Plus, you know, when you tell people, like, Hey, yeah, there's bullet holes down there for some, when some dudes are murdered. It gets a look for the jurors. Yeah. A little bit. You know, my favorite thing about Kaufman is no matter what time of day, like when the light hits it, yes. it's like designed to be beautiful. Like any time of day, wherever the light hits it, it gives you a different color almost. And that's and it, inside and out, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just an incredible structure. Those massive windows when you're looking both in and out, too. I mean, it's like this taco. It's very aesthetically pleasing. You know, I'm so glad that the city decided to save Union Station, too, yes. because there was a time when it wasn't open and only, right. only like the restaurants were open mm-hmm. and it was yeah. just sat there and they yes. let it deteriorate right and i don't know why that happened but they did an amazing thing by saving that and making it the center of the of the city again and you know whenever you watch like a royals game on espn or you watch any sort of travel show where they show kansas city they always have that one shot that's from you know the world war one memorial yep. And it's looking at Union Station. You see the rest of the city in the background, too. And and they light it up for different occasions, different light colors. and Exactly. They have that fountain going, and it looks great on TV, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the sort of the linchpin of the city now. It is the center. And actually, to bring it back to Fringe Fest again, that's sort of the air operations, where if you go down, there's a lot of shows there at the city stage of the basement. Oh, cool. Um and if you're looking for, I believe the programs are available as well from there, and that's where the visual arts are as well. So if you're looking to do French stuff, that's a good place to go. And one of my favorite landmarks is Upside Bungee. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, where can you go to just get strapped up to a bungee machine yeah. indoors and just go to town, you know? Exactly. You hear some dude's uh, Stan Lee impression for you an hour. <laughs> Violet, do you have a favorite landmark? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it counts as a landmark, but there's this fountain on the plaza that has, like, the little horses. 
on the corner. Like, everybody knows oh, yeah. what I'm talking about. Yes. And I have a lot of fond memories of, like, hanging out in that park as a kid. And my dad actually used to own a shoe repair shop not too far from, not too far from Liz, actually. Cool. It was in Westport. Um, and we did we did a lot of stuff downtown, even though we lived in the suburbs. And I took my prom pictures, like, by that fountain. It's, like, a big part of, like, my childhood. I also really love Kaufman. Actually, I did some Nutcracker performances there as a kid. I remember when we had the big move from the old location to the Kaufman. That was, like, a very controversial time. But it, it is gorgeous inside and out. Who'd like to pull? Uh, Chris, do you want to pull another yes. one? Here we go. Oh, best place to see a concert or show in Kansas City. Oh, best place to see a concert or show. Kaufman's. Kaufman's. Kaufman, yeah. Kaufman's a good one. Uh, Clearly upside bungee between the 22nd (laughs) to the 30th, possibly the 31st. Such a great topic for you to pull, Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't go wrong. Uh, You got King Kirby at Upside Bungee. It may or may not have actors strapped to bungee cords, (laughs) eating tacos, pretending to be Stanley and Jack Kirby. Exactly. Um, But sounds like a great night. It really is. But another favorite of mine, and this is one I'm partial to because I used to work there, uh, the Uptown. Uptown is sort of deceptive, too, in a lot of the same ways that this place is, that Lil's Cantina is, where you've been by it a billion times. If you know it, you might know the marquee. But It's been there a long time, too. It's one of our oldest theaters in town. Yeah, yeah. And then you go inside, and it looks like, you know, the Phantom of the Opera can hang out there, too. And there's really no bad seat in that no. place, either. Yeah, I got to see Alice Cooper there. Got to see Weird Al there. So, a lot of great shows. They did uh, ZineCon there. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah, the first year. So, a lot of local creators there. It's amazing just how deceptively big of a venue it is. Do you have a favorite venue? I actually like Theater in the Park and Shawnee Mission Park. I just... It's the... First place I ever saw any show, and it was West Side Story, and just kind of stuck with me, and I like it. I saw Dean Lewis at the Madrid Theater, and I'd never been there before, um, but it was a really cool, really intimate concert experience, and it was so fun. That's another place that really doesn't have a bad seat, too, and it's got yeah. the upstairs, too. Yeah. Violet, do you want to pull a topic here? Uh, it says, what would you put in your KC care package? Oh, so, so like if you're sending it to someone that doesn't live here and okay. has never lived here, like a family member or a friend who wants to like, you know, oh, yeah, see sure. what Casey's all about, what would you send them? Like maybe food item, a shirt or... Uh, I was about to say other than barbecue sauce because that's the <laughs> yeah, one. Okay. It's right. like, so, hey, did yeah. you know Gates exists? Are there riots? <laughs> you got to worry about that breaking in the shipping though. That's always yeah, tough. So. Yeah, have your packing. Uh, I would definitely put in some, some Chiefs merch. Right. Because that's very important. You yep. know, I was raised from, from a very small age to be a huge Chiefs fan. Uh, even when they were doing horribly, mm-hmm. my dad was still very staunchly... Mm-hmm into the Chiefs. So I'd probably include some sort of Chiefs merch, maybe a little Royals merch just in case they're not very into football. I'm not very into baseball, but like, you know, peop- some people are, and that's cool. Also, probably like <laughs> like those really cheesy, like I Heart KC shirts. That oh, yeah. Those, yeah, everybody like, loves those. Cute. Yeah, the Heart KC they, shirts. Yeah. They even have like the KC hearts now, like, yeah. just, like around the place. So like it's that'd big. be like a cute little. It's big. Little thing, uh, and then yeah, definitely. I was gonna say it, but Chris beat me to punch, even though it was my question. Chris, rude. But, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> barbecue sauce. But I would say barbecue sauce. sauce. Yeah. yeah, definitely some Casey masterpiece. Anything else you'd put in a Casey care package, Jen? I like roastery coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I like coffee. I actually don't like barbecue or barbecue sauce, so y'all can keep that. 
Put it in your you own You don't care. like barbecue, I but do you not. made barbecue for my birthday? Yeah. I don't like it. That Doesn't was mean nice I mean, I can't make her. it for people. That's yeah. very nice of you. Did you notice how much of it I ate? No. I gave it all to Chris. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was a moment, too. I was like, look, if you're not doing anything with these ribs, I will find a good home for them. I will make sure they're well taken care I of. I would like to state that I didn't even ask for barbecue for my birthday. She just No, no, no. No, it's fine. It's very nice. Yeah. You're a very nice person. Well, it's time. Tacos are here. It's time to put these tacos to the test. All right, our tacos are here. What is everyone's first impressions? These are, it's got the Parmesan cheese. This is a very KC style taco. This is kind of like the taco they have at Manny's, Jalapenos. Is everyone getting that kind of vibe from Mm -hmm. these tacos? Do you like that wavy shell, the the deep fried shell? I do. Yeah, I do like the deep fried shell. Yeah, I even got a soft one and mine's still wavy. Look at that. So yeah, you got so you got the flour. We've got yeah. the corn, and you got chicken. You got chicken, and me and Chris got the beef. Got beef. I, don't yeah. I got chicken. Beef. I definitely got beef. Oh, you ordered chicken. That's fine. Wait, wait, I wait, like wait, beef. I got yours. Oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, these are the with the lettuce, the cheese, the parm. It's got the uh, the parmesan cheese. Never um, seen parmesan cheese on tacos before. Never ever. Never ever. You never had the mayonnaise taco or no. the uh, jalapenos taco. No. That's known as the KC taco. So. Oh, that's what it's called? I just, I thought it was called, it's yeah. 3 a.m. and Chris is hungry. That's what I always assume. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I have not. My, are, my go-to taco spot is definitely Ponax. I've been going there since I was a little kid. These are very aesthetically pleasing tacos. Right. They're pretty to look at. They are, yeah. All right, let's take a bite. Let's, right, uh, let's yeah, get let's, into these. Mmm. KC taco, A+. Plus. A+, plus plus for uh, sure. A+, plus for sure, yeah. Chicken was definitely the way to go. No mm. offense. We all turn and look at Jen, too. Like, all right, Jen, you're the one here with her fine palate. <laughs> I'm actually not usually big on lettuce on tacos, too, but this is actually, it's working for me today. How does everybody think lettuce or no lettuce on tacos? Is that something that you need on a taco? I just don't like lettuce in general, so I do not get it on my tacos. Typically, I go no lettuce, but, you know, it's not a make or break. And this is fairly restrained lettuce. It's not too much. Not, not too, too much, much, right, yeah. Exactly. Not too chunky. Mm. Not a, not chunky lettuce. It's in the Goldilocks zone. Very thin, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. I like lettuce, but I really just like something fresh on my tacos. So it can yes. be lettuce, it can be cabbage, it can be yeah. peppers, whatever. Bad lettuce, old lettuce. That's definitely a um, a make or break for me too. Like you need to have the fresh stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, do you feel like you order quesadillas more because there's not a lettuce option on that, so you don't have to be um, conflicted about whether ordering Some, lettuce or not? Sometimes you get surprised. Sometimes they slip it in. Oh. I basically take the mystery box approach to quesadillas. I go to a place like wherever they got, just bring it. We'll judge later. I don't want to say I judge Mexican places solely on their quesadillas, but that's my first go-to at least. See, I'm totally different. I always go for street tacos. Figure out if I like them. Cause then you just taste like the meat and see if it's any good. Do you have a favorite KC street taco place? There's this little place, and I feel really bad that I don't remember their name. <laughs> <laughs> Down in Independence off of 40 Highway. I've been going there, and they have tripe tacos, which are super good. And there's a few other a little different type taco meats that they have. And last time I went there, I got like six different tacos and just... Went crazy. That's a great order right there. With six, you know, you know you're 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 in for a, a beautiful night. You're committing to a beautiful meal. You're like, I don't want just three. I want six. Well, there right. were so many choices. Right. How could I choose? So six is a it's a great number. Tell me about the the soft taco experience you're having over there. We all had the crunchy. Yeah, it's really really good. 
Um, I like it a lot. It's like a little dry, I think, because there's no like salsa or anything on it. So I'm just dipping it in the salsa that came with the chips and that's a really great experience. It tastes phenomenal. I am a soft taco kind of person. I feel like you like that a lot because it's very similar to a... Quesadilla. Q, yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. Q word. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to call those Q words. Q words. Okay, I'm so sorry. I too am a soft taco fan and I think I just learned something about myself. This has been a very revealing experience for me, and I think uh, I hope for your listeners as well. What did you learn? What was the lesson that you learned? Well, I mean, uh, we're not even at the end of the show, but I want to hear yeah, this lesson. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, too, that I enjoy soft tacos as well. Usually, given the choice between the crunchy or the soft, I'll go with the soft tortilla. And considering my my appreciation, <laughs> uh, we, we've we already said that Q word right. enough times. Right. I'm not going to... Right. I'm we don't want to force our listeners to hear about the keyword anymore. I'm just not going to profane up your path. Your thank you podcast. Your we're password. To cuss, but we're not allowed. To <laughs> we're not to it costs us a lot of money to bleep out all the times exactly, people say the you know? the b word, and now we're going to have to bleep out the q word, and it's just going to get weird, and we're going to have to spend a lot of money. You're going to lose that clean lyrics tag. I'm so yeah, sorry. We're going to lose fault. all of our. Q listeners, wait a minute. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Are they, wait, is that the same thing? I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's see. So, um, are we ready to give our uh, final? Oh, you you still have one chicken taco. You don't have to finish that now. You can save that for later if you want to. Uh, it looks really good, though. I might order a chicken because you said it was really good. Are we ready to give our final rating on these tacos? What is, is it out of? Five golden tacos being best. What would you give the uh, tacos here at Lily's? The whole wait staff is here just looking at us. Uh, five. <laughs> These are excellent. These are the best tacos I've ever had in my entire life. Are we allowed to be honest? <laughs> yes. Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Out of five. All right. And I'll explain if you want me to, but. Yeah, sure. Go into it. So it's just a really good deep fried taco. It's not super fancy. It's not super crazy, but the flavor is really good. The texture is really good. It's fresh. It's just not stunning. But I don't think I've ever had any five-star tacos. But when you first ate it, you were like, oh, chicken is the way to go. You were like, yeah. I, I know that chicken is going to be better than the beef, so you really enjoyed the chicken. I did. You were like, whoa, chicken taco. The chicken is super good. It's super flavorful, which sometimes you don't get with chicken tacos because they don't care as much. But it was really good. All right, who'd like to go next? Chris? I just, I, I'm sticking by my my five out of five. Just I like the beef. The beef was moist. I was going to say, too, that chicken is really hard to do right. You end up with dry chicken so often. I'm glad the chicken was moist because the beef was very well done. I can't really... Very flavorful. Very flavorful. I love this style of taco because it has that little pocket full of the the, the little greasy pocket. Exactly, yeah. You can never go wrong. It keeps the grease in there, which I love a good greasy taco. Exactly. It's like a little bowl almost. Yeah. A bowl you could eat. It's like a taco salad, except actually a taco. It's almost like (laughs) a taco um, dumpling almost. Yeah. A pierogi. Is that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that the kind of vibe you're getting? Yeah. Exactly. Again, Um, we are learning things too. This is exactly what was in my soul. Right. Ready. I'm ready. We've given yeah. you some time, Violet, okay. to think I about this. I thought about it. Okay, so I think for my base rating, I'm going to agree with Jen on the 3.5. However, 
The reason that is is because it is just kind of dry and it needed like a little extra something something. And once I dipped it in the salsa, I feel like that raised it to the extra half point to a four. Good, good so salsa, like I think yeah. you should put the salsa that you get with the chips on the taco and then I'm sure four. We could, we the could salsa's balling though. Yeah. Very real. good. We the probably could have gotten good. that. I think all you have to do is just go. Like, hey, I could have asked for it, yeah. but like, but like it w didn't come on the taco. Right. So like judging the taco as it comes, three point five. But okay. like if you add a little salsa or sauce to it. I think it's four. I'm going four out of five golden tacos. Very delicious. Um, I am going to order some chicken ones because I just had the beef. I want to try the chicken ones. I might eat those on the way home in the car while I'm driving. Try not to make a mess. Try not to wreck the car. You're a brave man. Um, You're brave. I'm Got to do it. We've all done it. We've all done it. It's not easy, but you know. So we enjoyed our tacos. We do a segment called Good Reviews and Bad Reviews and Funny Voices. I'm going to have you read some reviews and funny voices. You are all actors, performers. <laughs> Jen's like shaking her head. <laughs> I'm not. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Yeah, this is Jen's stage debut. Oh, this nice. Is... Well, you could do it as Roz Kirby. Can you do that? Yeah. So what we... <laughs> What we have here, there were no bad reviews. These are all from Yelp. No bad reviews so far of Lily's, but there were a lot of good reviews. So, so who'd like to go first? Who do you have there, Violet? Who are you reading? I'm reading for Sabrina S. Okay, what does she okay. have to say? I came here after the cut cafe since it's right next door. The waitress helped suggest to me the chicken enchiladas with cheese on top, and I definitely was not disappointed. The chicken and cheese was so juicy and flavorful. I will be back. Five stars. Oh, nice. Yeah, I forgot the cat cafe's right next door. I didn't forget. Yeah. So, so with Jed Guy here, she looks at us and goes, you didn't tell us about the kitties. They didn't see the kitties. Are I they saw in the window? Yeah, there was like 50 cats in there, and I wanted to go in, oh, but anyway, I didn't no do this. no way. Mm. Well, yeah, so yeah, right next door, come get some tacos, and then go next door and look at the kitties yeah. at the cat cafe. Uh, would you like to read Jason or uh, Melissa on the next page? <laughs> I think I might do a Jason voice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jason S. says, This place hits the G spot. Fried tacos are pretty effing good, whether you are drunk or sober. I'm pretty sure he was drunk at this point. Would recommend pulling up and checking them out now. You won't be disappointed. Five stars. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> they hit the G spot, the huh? the G spot. Wow. wow. Apparently, Jason knows where that is, which is rare. Um, <laughs> and he thinks, it in, he thinks it involves Mexican food uh, somehow. Uh, oh, wait, how did it hit his? <laughs> it hit his. It hit his. I'd like to take yeah. my Fifth Amendment right to the time. Maybe he has something called like a gravy spot that like <laughs> makes him like he's eating good gravy. And it's like, oh, man, that hit me in my, <laughs> good gravy, yeah. that hit me in my gravy spot. Uh, Sub dude's going to hear this and be like, oh, so that's what that is. Wow. <laughs> My girlfriend really likes I, gravy. I, All right, so. What kind of, are you going to do? Uh, I got to do Stan. You know, Stan Lee. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Melissa H. says, OMG, the moly here reminds me of my childhood so much. I love this place. The minute we walked in, they greet us with smiles. They were chatting it up. The vibe is great. I ordered the queso on the Cousin Rob special. That queso was unlike anything I've ever had before. I loved it. Definitely had hints of garlic. Wonderful taste. The taco had great flavor. Had a great flavor. Oh, wow. 
I love the moly. Tasted like home cooking. All in all, a great experience. Great stuff. Five stars, true believer. Oh, wow. It took me a minute to realize that she was saying moly and not the mole. Mole, <laughs> yeah. Like mole? Like mole. Mole, yeah. Mole, like yeah. The, um, the enchiladas are mole enchiladas mm. here. It's oh, supposed wow. to be really good. Really, really. Um, Do you know what the secret ingredient in mole is? Mm. Chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. I did not know that one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Lily's Cantina right here on Southwest Traffic Way. I drive by this place all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people in the city do. Mm. It's a, what, what do you think of the location? Is this a good good little spot for a, yeah. for a little taco siesta? I would actually, I'm going to I'm gonna draw a parallel here between this and the Fringe Fest. One of the things I love about the Fringe Fest, I go every year. I've volunteered there. I've taken tickets. This is actually my first year as a producer up there. But you learn about the hidden gems in the Kansas City theater world. You learn that there's art and drama and theater at like a street corner you've driven by a billion different times. And you, you learn about all these places that are often overlooked where there's great shows and entertainment. And I would say that this is a similar experience. Like I've been down the street a billion times, never knew about this place, and I'm happy I do now. Yeah, you can never not see it now when you're driving north. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's right here on the on the right side of the street, right mm -hmm. next to the Cat Cafe. Mm -hmm. If you're going to the Cat Cafe, stop on in, I'd say. I right? feel like if you're coming here, you should get a cat. And if you're going to the Cat Cafe, you should get tacos. I feel like they should just have this beautiful partnership of cats and tacos. They should, like, have, like, little coupon books. Like, oh, like, you got a taco, so you get, like, <laughs> a free cat. No, I wouldn't say a free cat. <laughs> Maybe you get, like, a little like a little mini bag of free cat food or something, you know? Well, you have to name your cat after, like, either... A menu item. Yeah, yeah, like either taco or... or I'm well, sorry. Well, you could name it Cousin Rob. They said you there was a Cousin Rob special. You could name it Cousin Rob, yeah. You could name him Molly too. Molly yeah. the cat. So, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, or maybe just a, an opportunity where you can go eat your meal with the cats. That's true, like, yeah. And make sure the cats don't eat it or lick it or anything, but or get fur on it. But that would be fun. Can you feed cats human food? Can you feed... It depends on the food. I have a cat, and you have to, like, Google it every time, depending on the food. There's some food that's bad for them. Just some ground beef and like oh, some beef cheese. Oh, ground beef fine, yeah. Yeah, chicken um, too. They're okay with oh, okay. usually. Could you just put down like a taco and have them like nibble on that? Or I think it depends on what's in the taco. Okay. You, I have to like Google each ingredient, make sure I'm not feeding my cat anything bad. I kind of right. want to try now too. Be yeah. Like, hey, Shoney, what's up? Uh, Shoney's my cat, by the way. Shout out to Shoney. <laughs> Shoney, named after Shoney's? Shoney. Well, technically, I'll be honest with you, it's my, it's my aunt's cat. I just kind of adopted it, too. Okay. Like, yeah, this is mine. You can't have her back. So she probably was a big fan of Shoney's, the uh, restaurant fan. chain. Exactly, yeah, yeah the classics. <laughs> 3711 Southwest Traffic Way, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111, Lily's Cantina. Definitely stop by here. They're open every day except Sunday, 11 to 8 p.m. So yeah, yeah. great place for some tacos. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Taco the Town, and I want to tell you about an album I can't stop listening to. It's the latest release from Lotus Pool Records, and it's called Our Music from the Bump Band, and it features legendary Kansas City funkster Bump Funk. Now I know Bump. I've eaten tacos with Bump in Nashville, Tennessee of all places, and I can 100% guarantee that Bump is a legend. He's a fixture in Kansas City music history, and he needs to be celebrated. You can read all about Bump and his remarkable music in the March 2022 issue of The Pitch, but more importantly, you should listen to Bump's music. The album, 
Our music, which you can buy or stream everywhere, was recorded in 1983, shelved for almost 40 years, and finally released in 2022. In its first week of release, it debuted at 30 on the college R&B charts. It's as fresh and funky today as it was 40 years ago. So check it out. Our music by the Bump Band featuring Bump Funk from Lotus Pool Records. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. It's time of the show called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth innermost taco feelings. Don't be afraid to bear your taco soul to the world. Is everyone ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Question number one out of 77. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Cheese, yeah. Got to be sure. the meat and the cheese. That's kind of the core. All right. I like a taco that doesn't fall apart when I try to eat it. So Structural integrity. Yeah, because, I mean, at that point, what does it become then? Just a salad. Sad, sad salad. Right. Taco salad. Which is still sad. My taco falls apart. I just go into, like, gobble mode and just, like, hand, you know, yeah. gobble I it up. I use my hands, exactly. too, yeah. It's like, oh, I can't let this become a salad. Exactly. Because then it becomes sad. A so. lot of times, too, I'll pick up, like, a chip and just, like, scrape it up. And right. Like, nope, we're saving this. I don't even eat hot wings without a fork. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, Gobble yeah. taco. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with chips and dip, too. You get the queso, chip breaks off. You need that other chip to go in. Right. I don't know. If some of my taco falls out. I just, like, leave it on the plate, and then I finish the rest of my taco, and then I'll get, like, a chip or something and, like, you know, eat it like nachos. Um, I think we've already covered this a little bit. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I actually soft shell. Soft shell usually. Soft shell, yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is hard for me because if I'm going to do crunchy tacos, I like corn. That's it. I like crunchy corn tortillas. However, if I'm going to do soft shell, I like flour, but... But you did say you really love street tacos. I love street tacos, which are soft corn tortillas. Right. Hot or mild salsa. What are you going with? Mild. Mild. I'm a wuss. Huge yeah, wuss. I think we're all wusses here. I'm going okay. mild, too. Pro cilantro or no cilantro? No I'm cilantro. I'm actually cool with cilantro. I don't have that, the soap gene. Cilantro is a gift to the world. You know what I found out? They don't have cilantro at Lily's Cantina. Really? Yeah. Isn't well, that, I'm happy with isn't that um, So if you got revelation? that gene, you're good. You're, you're good to go. Exactly, yeah. yeah. No no soap problems here. <laughs> what are you drinking with your tacos? You going Mexican beer? You going margarita? Mm. You going a nice cold Coca-Cola classic? Depends. Depends. You know, I'm... Maybe mm. a... Diet Dr. Pepper. Got my Diet Dr. Pepper here. I'm be, <laughs> look, I'm the one driving everybody, too, uh, so. All right. I would like a margarita the size of a small child. Just like that quesadilla was yeah. the size like of a the baby. Quesadilla. Hey, you said the Q word again. Oh, no. <laughs> so, guys, you're, you're getting to me. You're getting We're to bad me. Bad influences here. I, I'm also a margarita kind of person. All right. Sure. You both. How were the margaritas here? They, they were, were delicious. Really you both had margaritas, yes. yeah. I will say that I tend to go beer more than margarita because whenever I drink tequila, I'm a mess. Last time I had a margarita, I spent like a solid 10 minutes laughing at myself because I called Taco Bell my favorite Italian restaurant. <laughs> well, I, I would was, hope you wouldn't feel that way after one eight ounce margarita. I'm just saying, like I sat there for like 10 minutes just going, that's why I always get the pizza. <laughs> if you are a margarita person though, at Lily's, they have eight ounce margaritas for $2 and during half yeah, hour, happy Tuesday hour Tuesday Friday. through Friday, four to six. Yeah, that's and a great were, deal. Uh, they were amazing and only $2. Okay, here we go here. Question uh, number four, favorite side dish with your tacos. Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, beans and rice. Queso. Every time. Especially, you know, the white spinach dip. That's that's my thing. That's Are my allowed jam. to select multiple answers? Whatever. You, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I like to have, like, chips and queso as, like, the appetizer. And then, like, beans and rice with my tacos. 
Okay. I think I'm gonna have to go with Chris on this one. I do like espinaca dip. So. Right. I will say that one thing I like to do a lot of times I will take my chip and get some of the queso and put the queso on my taco. Just you know, I like that's, the queso. Best of both worlds. You're just a smart man. That's Thank a you. that's a great way to go about eating it. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? I believe the correct answer is food. I am what you call a foodie. Okay. But I guess honest answer, I like a good burger. And if I'm not here, I'm usually at like West Park Flea Market. You'd say Casey's a good burger town? Casey's a good burger town. Lawrence is a good burger town as well. Um, you just have Burger Fi up there. They've got Jefferson's, of course. I like pizza as well. And Favorite pizza spot in town? So here... Here's, here's the sad part of the show. Art of Pizza. Are we going to have no. to start playing some sad music during this? So. <laughs> All I right. think so. I think so. It's right, a pizza ahead. shuttle now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Art yeah. of Pizza. Was that a good... I never ate there. Art it of Pizza? It was legitimately my favorite pizza in the city. Like, bar none. In the crossroads. In the crossroads uh, next to Ray Gun across from Biz and Wheezy's. And a lot of times, too, after I'd see a show at the Kaufman, that was just my thing. I'd go get pizza, maybe get some candies across the street, maybe get like a T-shirt or bumper sticker for Ray Gun. You can't really see because oh, you, you got know, the podcast, Ray Gun shirt on. Yeah, this is a Ray. Yeah, I'm wearing my yeah. Ray Gun periodic table of Kansas City shirt here representing. Um, so burgers and pizza. Those are either one of those two. Depends on my mood. OK, Violet. Uh, I- Quesadillas. Okay, we can move on to the next person. Uh, Jen, what about you? I cook almost every meal, so I guess whatever I cook, although I love Italian food. Love Italian. I could probably Do you have eat... a favorite Italian in Casey? What's that place Besides we went? Taco Bell? Besides Taco Bell, of course. What's that place we went? <laughs> Which one? The, uh... the, the only Italian restaurant we went to. We've gone to like a, oh, was it uh, oh, Casconi's? Yeah, that one. Casconi's, yeah. It was really good. Oh, I had tiramisu. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Nice. All right. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever turn down a taco? Oh, absolutely not. Who turns down tacos? I was about to say. That's Silly question, right? Exactly. Exactly. As long as there are breath in my body, there will be no turning down right. tacos. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you oh say no, the Q Violet. word, we are. <laughs> oh, Violet. No mention of the Q word. I'm saying, like, if I was, if I had already ate, I would be so upset. But, like, but like I don't want to, like, you know, like, make myself sick just to eat a taco. That's not me. Okay, not but me. tacos are so small that you can have one. And everything and, will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess it depends like on how full I already am. All right. I, I will 100% make myself sick to eat a taco. It's like, I don't care if this is yeah. coming back up. I'm taking it. Like <laughs> we talked about the, sometimes you get that extra taco in your bag and you're like, oh, you I'm already that. feel very sick, exactly. but I'm ready. This is an extra taco <laughs> and it has to be eaten. <laughs> That's how I feel usually after Taco Bell. Like <laughs> I feel very sick, but I'm still eating this taco. I love Taco Bell. <laughs> Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobia is something that will turn you off from a taco? Any Ooh. any fruits or vegetables on my taco. Okay. Keep the fruits and vegetables far away. No tomatoes. No lettuce. No nothing. Oh wow. That's very harsh. I know I'm very opinionated. Chris. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not a fan necessarily of too much lettuce. I'm not necessarily a fan of like soggy lettuce or old lettuce. But uh I just can't think of it. I just can't think of a single reason to turn down a taco. Yeah, yeah. I will look. If it's there, it's like, okay, I might complain. Later. Later okay, down the for road. the record, I would pick off the, the fruits and vegetables and still eat the taco. That has happened. Okay. I, I, I won't just turn the whole taco away. Okay. I have eaten some pretty 
interesting tacos before. Never turned any of those down. Like the place on Independence uh, Avenue uh, that you like? Well, that just has tripe. No, I've had tongue and recommend oyster tacos. Oh, how was that? Oh, my God. So good. Sounds good. I actually good. made the Rocky Mountain Oyster tacos. The tongue tacos was a friend of mine in culinary school. He made his mother's recipe. Oh, my God. Good. So good. Now I want oyster tacos. All right. This is the speed round. These are just different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay. Let's see if you can break the record of five seconds. All right. Let's see how fast you can do this. All right. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. Yes. 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 Taco salad. Yes. Yes. Taco burgers. Yes. yes. Taco dogs. Yes. Dogs dress like tacos. Yes. Yes. Breakfast tacos. Yes. yes. Walking tacos. Yes. yes. Taco soup. Yes. Taquitos. Yes. Double decker tacos. Yes. Miniature tiny tacos. Yes. Choco tacos. Yes. I got a feeling you're just going to say yes to everything. <laughs> I did not say yes to eating the dog. You're right. Dressed you're messing well, up. Okay. No, no, you don't have to eat the dog dressed like a taco. No, we're, we're just like endorsing the fact that the dog dressed as a taco. Also, you, you messed up our time. I, that, oh. that was just a joke. You didn't break five seconds. Darn. That was oh, over man. pretty early on. There's, mean, there's still more to go, guys. Oh, okay. uh, I'm just impressed like... Choco tacos don't get enough love. Choco tacos are amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of people that turn them down. Exactly. People yeah. turn down taco tacos. They're delicious. Got a couple more here to yeah. go. Naked chicken chalupa. Yes. yes. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast yes. taco. Ooh, yeah. Maybe. Taco okay. Bell nacho fries. Yes. yes. Taco Bell all day or no way. All day. Yeah, all, all day, day every all day. day, every day. Ah. Nacho fries included. Nacho, I, will, I will like swim in nacho fries. The day they oh, introduced... The breakfast burritos at Taco Bell. I was like, Taco Bell, you don't need special breakfast food. I will happily eat an Enchirito at 9 a.m. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got to bring that they back. They do. I mean, seriously. That was like the most delicious thing ever created. You know, at least they had the taco pizza for like a minute. <laughs> for like for a, a week. Minute, yeah, no, yeah. Will you eat the new Cheez-It taco uh, thing that's coming out? The Cheez-It uh, from Pardon Taco me? Bell. Cheese taco? It's a giant, it's a giant cheese it uh, crunch wrap. Like Tostado? Yeah. Is it out now? Yeah. No, they're, test, they're testing it. Can you get them on the phone so we can get one of those? Yeah, well, yeah, you gotta go to Irvine, California to get it. Oh so, God. Last question here. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get some tacos? Something that gets you really fired up. I feel like you need a playlist. Like you need... Taco playlist. Taco playlist. You need to have... Like twenty songs just for the emotional roller coaster. Yeah, getting that, there, picking getting them up, driving home, maybe stopping and eating them in the car because like, you can't wait till you get it's home. It's like one of those Spotify memes where the first song is like the crash test dummies. Mm. Oh, that's the first one. That's the first one. You're already like, I mean, you're already <laughs> excited. Like this is delicious. I feel I like that's the one you play after you eat, and then you're like sitting there reflecting on your meal. I mean, look, crash look, test dummies, right? I mean, that's true. But sometimes you're driving there. It's like, this sounds good. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how where I'm coming from, it up. at least. Yeah. Jen, do you have a favorite song to listen to that gets you fired up to eat tacos? I don't know if it would get me fired up, but I do like to listen when I'm, like, in my happy hype stage. Like, best day of my life. And I don't remember. Is that One Republic or one of those? It's called Best Day of My Life? Yeah. Okay. Can you sing a little bit of it for us? The best day of my life. Oh, okay. I know that song. <laughs> I know that song. All right. That's a, that's a good one. I would say my favorite song to get me pumped up is Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Name of the Song So We Wouldn't Get Sued by Fallout Boy. How's that go? Because um, it's just past eight and I'm feeling young and reckless. The ribbon on my wrist says do not open before Christmas. I'm just sitting back and watching. That gets you fired up to eat tacos? Yeah, you got to get the chorus. The chorus is great. Did it say tacos in it? No. Oh. 
But it gets me fired okay. up. Okay, all right. I get, I, that's a new one. I've got to put that well, on my... we're talking about songs with the word taco in it, uh, I have to give a special shout-out to Satan Made Me a Taco by Beck. Right. Oh, what about uh, Weird Al? Your oh, Weird Al fan, Taco Grande? Taco Grande, That's yeah. a good one, too. Um, I mean... Look, if it's a Weird Al song, there's food somewhere. Food. Exactly. Yeah, it's got a whole album of food songs. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just eat it. Mm. My best first date that I ever had was tacos. <laughs> was tacos? Yeah. Do you think tacos yeah. make a good uh, first was date meal? First date? That was, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. In fact, like, I think that if you're going on a date with someone, you should be like, okay, look, what tacos do you want? And if they say they don't want tacos, you don't date them. That's fair. That's right. fair. Yeah, like, genuinely, that's actually my go-to first date right. thing is to go to Ponax. That's my go-to first date place. You guys, are, you're right in, in my wheelhouse there. You're, this is the part of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. This is where you throw me out a number between 1 and 96. I'll have each of you go. Who'd like to go first? I said 87. Yeah. 87. All right, here we go. 87. Is there an ad that keeps popping up in your social media feed that you have no idea why it's there? Or do you have an example of your phone listening to your thoughts? Literally every single time I open up the lovely app TikTok. Every time I get an ad, it's genuinely every single time about something that I like recently talked about. Like without fail. So it's listening to without you. Fail. It's definitely listening to me okay yes. anyone else have any crazy yeah, examples I of that i actually had to, actually turned off my location services for a week because of this i used to study a lot at this particular restaurant and one day i was getting in the car getting ready to study i had mentioned to my family that i was just going to study didn't mention the name of the place pull out my phone and it pulls up directions for the exact location Weird. i'm going to and i'm like oh no nope. skynet okay mine is all uh, my facebook all fringe fest stuff because all the French producers <laughs> have taken out an ad, myself included. You may have seen the King Kirby ad on Facebook. But yeah, so it's just like, see this show, see this show, see this show. Like, okay, I want to. What are some other ones that you're excited about seeing? I, I hate to just single out a couple, but are there a couple that you really want to check out this year? A brother John every year. He does a lot of music reviews. I saw his Marvin Gaye show a few years ago. He's done Smokey Robinson. He's doing Otis Redding this year. That's the big one right now. And if you go to... Fringe, is it caseyfringe.org? Casey there's a list of all the shows, right? Yes. Yeah. You could actually, well, a lot of people do. You have a lot of folks in the theater community who will actually schedule their day around the shows they want to see. Oh, they yeah. will actually make, you know, like a calendar. I got to do that. I'm really excited for uh, Process Inevitable. A friend of mine, actually, she was in Good Kids with me. Uh, she's in Process Inevitable. And apparently it's a blend of play, but also dance. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. Cool. How, what is the most fringe shows you've gone to in a, a fringe season in oh. KC? Over 10? God, uh, closer to 20, actually. 20? Who uh, else would like to throw me out a random number? I'm going to pick 61 for 1961, the first appearance of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> All right, here we go. Who is the worst person to be behind in the uh, line at Chipotle? The person who has the long list or the person who points over the glass at what they want to, to tell the person oh. what they want? I... <laughs> I think I, I got to go with the long list. I, I can't. I don't have time for that. Anybody got time for that? Oh, Nobody. mine is the, the pointing over the, the counter. Like, that just seems like so, so like unsanitary. Like, what yeah. you get your Especially now, over there? nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Does the person with the list know what they want? Or are they looking at the list and being like, um. Uh, no, it's like a list of like seven, eight burritos the person ahead of you has to make before They you. can rattle it off fast. The people behind the Chipotle counter can make it that fast. Yeah. Now, if you're touching my food and getting your 
gross person germs on it. I've yeah. never actually seen somebody touch the meat, but the, I've seen a lot of people point at it. Yeah, but, uh, don't don't go within forty yards of my <laughs> my food. Yeah, exactly. uh, Jen, do you have a number besides forty? Oh, uh, let's do seventeen. What is something you used to eat a lot of as a kid? This is open to everyone that you don't even go near now. Goulash. Goulash. I will not eat it. My mom used to make it all the time when I was a kid, and I'm talking like. Three times a week, I can't stand it, and I won't make it. Cereal, like breakfast cereal. I don't need a whole lot of that anymore. Um, now, part of it, too, is because, you know, I tr- I've been trying to watch my sugars lately. Um, I have family members with, you know, diabetes, too, oh so that gosh. puts a little bit in the back of my head, like, maybe I should I should watch uh, what I eat, maybe have some more protein. Uh, so much sugar in breakfast cereals. I know, it's yeah. insane. Okay, but have you had Lucky Charms? <laughs> have you had... Uh, Peanut butter, Captain Crunch. Oh my God, yeah. yes. Here's what I used to do when I was One a kid. I used to pick out the marshmallows too. It's like, I don't want like the grainy and Lucky bits Charms. And Lucky Charms. Oh, wow. Like, no, this is exactly what I what? want. Yeah. Oh, so you'd make a whole bowl of just the marshmallows. Oh, no, I do. I, That's I'd what I used to do. I'd all the marshmallows, but then I'd eat the grain bits first and then I'd save the marshmallows for like a reward after I finished. I've thing. heard that where, yeah, people will do that where they'll actually separate it and make like dessert. And that is a lot of. Yeah. Compartmentalizing of food that doesn't need yeah, to be done. Me, I just well, want. I, I didn't talk to it now. I didn't kid. Uh, do you have one? Yeah, uh, peanut butter and honey sandwiches. Uh, oh, I didn't like yeah. jelly as a kid, so I used to eat peanut butter and honey sandwiches every single day for lunch from like K through probably six or seven. Wow. Uh, and I, I, I have not had one since. Wow. All right. I'm sorry to say we have reached the end of the show. I guess one more time, tell people where they can check out King Kirby and, and how they can get tickets. Tickets are available at caseyfringe.org. King Kirby is at Upside Bungie in the West Bottoms. It runs from July 22nd to July 30th and with a special best of on the 31st if we sell more tickets than any other show at the venue. So all Taco the Town fans, Taco the Towners, get out there and see so, King Kirby and let's uh, let's get him through to the finals. Yeah. Do it for Jack. Do it for Do Jack. Do it for Jack. The true the mastermind true. behind Marvel Comics, some of my jo- favorite Joe characters. Joe helped out, too. <laughs> Joe, Joe helped him invent uh, Captain America. Captain America, yeah. yeah. He is the king of the comics. Yeah. So. And then, uh, yeah, you will be playing Stan Lee. You'll be playing Stan Lee. And he, you say he's not necessarily the villain. Not necessarily the villain. He's, you know. That's what Chris likes to say. Chris he's complex. <laughs> He's complicated. And, and in the second half is when we see his mustache. Yes, yes, okay. there will be a mustache. Cannot wait. Yes. I cannot wait. Thank you so much for being on the show. And, yeah, um, thank you. You can find me at Sequel Writings on Twitter. I'm on TikTok and Instagram as Urban Spaceman 23. Most of my stuff is there. A lot of my Rise of Multiversity, a lot of work I've done with the Ren Fest as well, the Renaissance Festival. And then that's coming up that's in coming September, up. right? September 3rd, October so 16th. Yeah, it's going to be there. Going to be probably busting out Osmo the Cosmos again. Just be All aware right. of that. <laughs> Violet, uh, where are you, are you on uh, social media? Uh, yeah, I'm on you? basically everything as at very Violet. That's V-E-R-Y-V-I-O-L-E-T-T. No extra E. Except on Instagram, there's a dot in between the very and the Violet because some girl in 2013 uploaded four pictures of herself, has three followers and never posted again and took my at. Oh, so man. it's very sad. You got to buy her out. I, I, I can't contact her. She hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't touched it in 10 years. She might be, you know, living off the grid somewhere, you know? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Jen, where can people follow you? <laughs> they can't. Oh, so you're living off the grid. I would love to live off the grid. No, see, I'm not I'm not a 
like an actor or anything. Okay. So I just, I mean, you guys can check out my weird LinkedIn if you really oh, want to. But yeah. that's that's literally like that's all I use. All right. That's cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, guys. And thanks so much for talking tacos with me. And thanks I can't wait to see Kim Kirby. Excelsior. Excelsior! <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean and give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Bull Records. Thanks to Teresa and Alexis for having us out at Lily's tonight. And be safe out there, everybody. Remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Pod.